1: By many, many souls who've asked me. Is demonic activity increasing in our in our day? And what are we to do with these demons? My friends, many of us are aware of something supernatural occurring in our earthly realm. We may not be able to put it in words, but we can sense. You and I can sense Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Not only here in the United States of America, but around the world, there is something terribly wrong. Something strange is occurring in our day. Something mysterious. Something unusual. Something eerie. So tonight, we're going to answer the questions. Is demonic activity increasing our day? We're going to provide the answer. And what are we to do with demons? We're going to provide an answer to these questions on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance, my friends.
2: What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? So? Huh.
0: Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a challenge for Jesus Freaks from
1: The Voice of the Martyrs.
3: The Bible tells how Jesus suffered on his way to the cross. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Another passage describes the scene on Calvary. He was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. These vivid accounts of Jesus' death are not from the New Testament. They're from Isaiah, written prophetically more than 600 years before Christ was born. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
0: Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of a Jesus freak who was ready for the worst. Pastor Lee knew he was being watched by the Chinese Public Security Bureau. He knew the risk of preaching at the house church As he did every Tuesday Pastor Lee had been arrested many times And beaten to the point where he vomited blood Once he was beaten with his own Bible He also knew Chinese citizens can be sent to labor camps For up to three years without a trial So he was ready He even had a bag packed with a blanket and extra clothing Still he preached that night without fear Sure enough, armed officers burst through the doors and arrested him Lee was ready. Are you?
3: How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.net.
0: Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus freaks from the voice of the martyrs.
3: We're aware that many stories of persecution reported by the Voice of the Martyrs are inappropriate for children. For this radio broadcast, we edit some of the more gruesome details, but we're still counting on parents to filter, explain, and give context to the stories of torture and murder, stories that must be told. We encourage parents to lift up martyrs as heroes and be ready to explain Christ's words in Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. For kid-friendly resources from VOM to use at home, Sunday school, youth group, or even vacation Bible school, go online to persecution.com.
1: known for some time there's something wrong and we know the powers of Satan are quite active and are quite aggressive and attacking mankind every single day I receive troubling emails from people literally around the world are suffering great and grave satanic attacks they don't know what to do with these demons I'm here to provide an answer and that answer is found in one word go they need to go that's what we're supposed to do with demons we're to tell them to go to go that's right to go I believe if you look at the scriptures, that is a word that Jesus often used in his ministry to those who are demon-afflicted. For example, in Matthew chapter 8, in verse 31, it's recorded that the demons begged Jesus. These were demons within the man that was demonized. If you drive us out, the demon said... Send us into the herd of pigs. Jesus said to them, go. Go. Jesus wants demons out of human bodies. He wants them out of your body. That's what we're needing to do with demons. The question is often raised to me. What are we to do with demons? We are to tell them to go. I know in our personal ministry to those tormented, By demonic forces, we have seen an increased level of demonic activity being reported to us from around the world. The needs are immense. As the dark forces in our world are unleashing, I'm telling you, my friends, they're unleashing their fury upon mankind. In our modern day, many are describing Various kinds of strange occurrences. Some simply say that perhaps we're just being visited by aliens or some other kind of supernatural force. And many do not make the connection that dark demonic forces are at work in our planet. God has warned us that evil would increase in latter days in his holy word. The Apostle Paul. And writing to young Timothy mentions that the that this would occur in the last days. He says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than the lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with them. So as you could see, Paul didn't paint a pretty picture, did he? He used the word terrible. That's a key word. He used terrible in describing the last days. We live in those last days, my friend. We live in the last days, and you need to be ready. You need to be prepared because the powers of Satan has been unleashed. Many people are asking, what are we to do with these demons? We're living in the last days. Demons, demonic activities increase like never before in the history of mankind. What are we to do with them? They're needing to go. But they're they're able to invade in, in in our earthly realm with ease, at ease. I mean, anyone anyone who reads or he, or hears the news can agree that the world we live in has been increasingly dark. Human beings have been lo- lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving. Slanders, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited lovers of pleasure rather than the lovers of God. And these sins, my friends, these evils have opened more doorways for evil spiritual forces to invade human bodies. No wonder the Apostle Paul goes on to state that evil men and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Humans will get worse. Demonic problems will become worse because of the evil forces that have been allowed access into their lives, into into various territories, regions of the world. And I'm here to tell you, Satan and his unholy angels will aid in the deprivation of man. They always have. Except that in the latter days... The numbers will increase. The intensity, I should say, will in- increase. More and more people will be invaded and oppressed by these evil spirits. Our world will indeed become very, very dark. And, it, and we're seeing that. There are some specific regions of the world where it has become very, very dark. One region of the world that many people are surprised because it's a very civilized, so-called civilized part of the world,
3: a western
1: region, but I'm here to tell you it's become very, very wicked, spiritually dark, sinister, and that's western Europe. I have made many, many trips over the years in ministering to the hurting, to those in Europe. I've been to the largest cities, the large, mighty cities of Europe. I've been in small country towns. And it doesn't matter where I go, there is a coldness to the gospel. It's a gospel-resistant Europe right now. It's a gospel-resistant Europe. In a few days, I'm heading back to Europe. Northern Europe, specifically. We're going to be conducting open-air preaching and ministering to those bound by demons. And people are asking me, what are we to do with these things, these evil forces? Well, like I said, they need to go. Jesus told them to go out of human bodies. You need to tell them to go out of your body, out of others. You need to be proactive. You need to take the step of faith and drive these evil, wicked forces out in the name of Jesus. Who's going to do it if you're not going to intervene? I'm telling you, my friends, who is going to do it? It may seem, a, it may appear that there's many, many, many people in their ministering deliverance. But they're not. There's not many. Okay, you know, dozens and dozens of various ministries that work in this area. That's not many, my friends. We're speaking of a of a of a world that has what 6-7 billion people. We need more workers in the area of deliverance. We need to set the captives free. We need to tell demons to go. That's what we're supposed to do with demons, to tell them to go. Follow the example of Jesus Christ. When he ministered to those who had demons, he told them to go in Jesus' name. In his precious name, go. I mean, we're seeing many large groups of people, communities, and even nations under the influence Of the devil. And we need to intervene. Many of these people have no idea what to tell these demons that have been invading their lives, their communities, their families, their generations, their bloodline. I'm here to provide an answer, a very clear answer. We are to tell these demons, these evil spirits, these unholy entities to go, to go, to go in Jesus' name. That's what we're supposed to do with demons. It is not God's will for anybody to have a demon. And we repeat myself. There, It is not God's will for anybody to have a demon. He wants them driven out. We're not to appease demons. We're not to make deals with demons. We're not to compromise with demons. We're not supposed to, even consider these demons. Don't appease them. Don't make deals with them. Don't put up with them. I'll be honest. I've conducted thousands and thousands of deliverances. I've come across many, many hundreds who want their demons. It's sad. They're, they feel like it's part of them, and they're going to lose part of their soul if this thing, this foreign entity, were to leave. It's sad, my friends. I mean, I've dealt with people all over the world. They're like this. I'm here to tell you, we're not to compromise with demons. You are to tell them to go in Jesus' name. I can't make. How can I make this more simple and more clear? We're not to compromise with demons. When you are dealing with a demon that's within you, in your body and your soul nature, they're compelling you to a certain act of sin. They're tempting you to engage in the desires and the passions of the flesh. What are you to do with demons? We're needing to tell them to go. Billions, billions in our world are blinded to the light of the gospel. And this is the devil's desire, to blind large groups of people from spiritual truth lest they find freedom from their chains it's interesting the book of revelation we read of this at one point while the antichrist is in control of the world most of the inhabitants my friends will worship satan the enemy of god the devil desires false worship i mean did he not tempt the lord jesus to once worship him And obviously, you just look around. I mean, there is a surge of interest in occultic supernaturalism and Hinduism. Islam, for example, billions and billions in our day are enslaved in these false spiritual movements. Satan is ultimately behind these spiritual elements, enticing men to false worship. As humans are spiritually seduced, the devil dominates. The devil dominates individuals at first, then families, then communities, and then nations. For example, I've seen this in my travels to third world nations that are gripped by false religious systems. I have traveled to Asia, Africa, and Caribbean, Latin America, where large segments of the population worship a false god or false power or participate in false practices. I mean, I I can vividly recall my experience, my very first experience in Haiti, where some 90% of the population adheres to voodoo and black magic. I mean, I've witnessed firsthand mass demonic possession of the population. Evil spirits were even in control of many, many of the children. I, mean, I remember conducting street evangelistic work in Port-au-Prince, the capital city of Haiti, and there were children. There were children that could not repeat the name of Jesus. There was a demonic power that was preventing them. I mean, Many are sensing in their communities, in their nations, even in their own families, a strange supernatural phenomenon. They sense a dark, foreboding force taking over. What are you to do with them? These dark forces, what are you to do with these evil spirits? What are you to do with these satanic forces? As we get nearer to the return of the glorious Savior, Jesus Christ, we will see and sense. And people do see it. People do sense it. And perhaps you're listening to this presentation right now, and you see it. You sense it. In your own life, in your family, in the community, in your nation, in the region of the globe that you presently live at. You sense something is terribly wrong. You don't know what to do. Well, the answer is to tell these things to go. Don't compromise with them. Don't put up with them. Fight them. Don't lay down. Fight them in the name of Jesus. And as we get nearer and nearer and nearer to the return. Of jesus christ we will see i'm telling you we will see and sense an increased amount of demonic domination that's a promise because we see it in god's word in every aspect of our existence when speaking of the end times jesus said this and he taught this brother will betray brother that's sad to death that's what the that's what jesus the king has said brother will betray brother to death and a father his child children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death It's so sad all men will hate you because of me but he who stands firm to the end will be saved it's interesting those words that jesus used in that passage he said all men will hate you all that is demonic domination when all men, when all men will hate just because of one's love for Jesus. So dark and eerie days are ahead. That's why you need to stand firm. My brothers and sisters, we need to stay close to one another. We need to love one another. We need to love our enemies. But we need The scripture says this, do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the household of faith. That's what Paul taught to the church at Galatia in Galatians chapter 6. We're to do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the household of faith. In these dark days, we need to love one another, bless one another, pray for one another, support one another. And when we're dealing with these demons, we need to tell them to go. We need to tell them to go. And tonight I'm going to tell them to go in your life, those of you who are listening. So I want you to be in prayer because when I get right back after this commercial break, we're going to tell those demons tormenting you to go in Jesus' name. I'll be back after this brief intermission.
2: What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak?
0: What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs.
3: In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day, she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
1: were demons he told them to go when evening came many who were demon possessed were brought to him that's Jesus and he drove out the spirits with a, a word and healed all the sick this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah he took up our infirmities and carried our Jesus. He drove out the spirits with a word. I believe that word, a word, was go. He told the demons to go. Well, we know that's the truth. For in the next chapter, in Matthew chapter 9, or uh, further down that chapter, chapter 8, Verse 32, he said to the demons, go. So they came out and rushed into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down to the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. The demons left the man. They left. So tonight, I tell those demons inside of you, those who are listening throughout the world, To go in the authority of Jesus Christ, out in Jesus' name. Go in the authority of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right now, people are sensing there is a struggle, there is a war going on from within. In the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the powerful, holy, atoning blood of Christ. Go now, out of them, out of their minds, out of... Of their bodies. Now in the authority of Jesus. People are being released right now. Throughout the world. Go in Jesus name. Out. Now sometimes. You may want to yawn. You may want to. They may be coming out of the the breath. Just let them out. Sometimes through tears. Sometimes they come out of various parts of the body. Go in Jesus name. Out. Out. Out in the authority of Jesus Christ. Go. Release them. And Lord Jesus, your great love filled them right now with your love, with your presence, your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now perhaps you're listening to this broadcast and you realize not only do you need deliverance, but perhaps you need salvation. I'd like for you to pray with me. You recognize the power of Jesus Christ, for he is the one who shed blood. He's the one with the nail-scarred hands. He's the one who laid down his life so you might be forgiven. You might be forgiven. That's a beautiful word, forgiveness. Knowing that you can be made right with God, have peace, be justified. Those whom he has justified, he will glorify. You want to experience the peace of God? Pray with me. And this Jesus who shed blood, who died, he was buried, but he rose again. So he's a living Jesus. That's why he's able to enter your life even now and transform it, give you eternal life, give you his very life. Purchase. He purchased your salvation. He purchased. That's how much he loved you. He went to that cross so you could be forgiven, so you could be made right with God. Be pure, holy, righteous, as his righteousness covers you and is bestowed upon you. You can partake of the divine nature, Peter says, by placing the righteousness of Jesus Christ over you and be seated with him, seated with him in the heavenly realms. That's entirely possible. For the scripture tells us it's possible. For those in Christ. So now is the time to become a child of God. Now is the time to join God's family. He cares. And he wants to make you a, into a new creation. Where all the old things are gone. Behold the new has come. I want you to simply pray with me. Just say Lord Jesus Christ. I recognize. I recognize Lord Jesus. I have fallen short. I have sinned against you. Please O oh God of mercy. Cleanse me from all sins. Make me into a new being. I want to connect with you in a personal level. I want you to save me, Jesus. Do that now. I embrace your cross. I embrace your resurrection on my behalf. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Now, if you said that simple prayer, I want you to email me at, at org. J-A-Y at jbartlett.org so I can – so be sure to give me a mailing address, and I'll send you a free New Testament so you can be strengthened, encouraged, guided by God's holy word. Do that now. J at jbartlett.org. Now, friends, in just a few days, I'll be uh, flying to New York City to embark on my European – leg of this round the world journey that I've been that I've been on we just conducted some ministry down Latin America now I'm heading up to the northeast to New York City then onward to Europe down to Africa over to the Middle East onto China Australia then back at home I need you to pray for me pray for my children pray for my wife Pray that many souls would be impacted by the grace and the love and the mercy and the power of God. I'm just merely a servant in the kingdom of God. And I want to serve you. I want to help you. So I want you to pray for me. Can you commit to that? Can you pray for me each and every day that the blood of Jesus Christ would cover me, my family, and the ministry that we will partake of? in various nations around the world. Thank you for your great love. We love you. You're important to God. And we bless you. And we bless you in that holy name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
2: Amen. (laughs)